I wondered when I was going to get this question, and I think a lot of you may have had it or might have it. Are you wondering what it is? Let me give you a hint. It has to do with the kitchen and it has to do with a lot of unused empty space. Are you picturing it? Are you picturing your kitchen and above the kitchen cabinets? If you are, that is where our question lies. So the question comes from Elizabeth and the question is, how do I style above the kitchen cabinets or do I? You're going to want to stick around and take some notes. I'll see you in a minute. It's Quick Tip Tuesday. You have questions, I have answers, and I am so glad to be answering them for you today. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, pop into my DMs on Instagram at Fig and Farm. Send me an email at figandfarmathome at gmail.com or join the Facebook group and ask there. bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Let's hop to it. Let's answer your question. And if you find value in this, I'm sure someone else will too. So make sure you share with a friend. Elizabeth, well done. You have asked the million dollar question. (laughs) Yeah, this is a good one. What do you do with the top of the kitchen cabinets? Let me ask you this. What are you doing right now? Are you in the camp of throw everything up there because that's what you think you should do or having faux greenery hanging all over or are you just stuck and you just don't know and you don't have anything I don't know we all land somewhere along the spectrum and this is a tricky spot it's tricky because it is high it's visible but it's not really usable So I'm going to give you some ideas for what you can do to style it as is, and then I'm going to give you some ideas for what you can do as a quick-ish DIY or a higher out. So let's hop to it. And by the way, I am now currently looking at my top of my kitchen cabinets and thinking, hmm, which option do I want to do? So Mr. Fig and Farm, are you listening? We've got a project on our hands. <laughs> okay, so the first thing I want you to think about is editing it all. What I mean by that is just taking it down and starting from scratch, because chances are it needs a good clean anyway. You know, all of those, the tops of the cabinets, they are recessed a little bit and they are dust collectors. So when was the last time you dusted up there? So take everything down, give it a good wash, give it a good look through and decide if you really want to keep it first or not. And then just go to town on cleaning the tops of the cabinets. Get out the vacuum, get out the duster, get out the rag, get out the soap and water and clean it. Okay, we're starting from there. Now, everyone's top of cabinets are not created equal. Some have very limited space, some have a slanted ceiling. And so there are different options for each area. So one thing I want you to think about doing is keeping it simple. No matter what you have, if you have just a little bit of space or if you have the slanted ceiling, let's try to think about this as an opportunity rather than a catch-all. So if we think about it that way, we're going to keep it simple and we're going to keep it appealing because eyes do travel upward in design. And so what do you want to be on display? I have four ideas. The first idea is to have one large, mostly horizontal piece of art rather than vertical. So for example, you could see, you can imagine a farmhouse sign. Maybe it says farmer's market. Maybe it says flowers. Maybe it says home cooking. I don't, I don't know, whatever it says, but you know, those farmhouse metal signs, having one that is mostly horizontal and that takes up quite a bit of 
um, horizontal real estate rather than vertical real estate. Of course, you would probably hang that on the wall. You would not lean it on the top of the cabinet because all of the cabinets, they're not, they do have that, that recess to it. They don't have a flat surface on top and you do want to see it. So you do want to hang it a little higher to the ceiling than you would to the cabinet so it can be seen. And that's it. One large, most large, what, what I mean by large is horizontally large, not vertically large. So if you had, let's say 18 inches um, between the top of your cabinet and the ceiling or 24 inches, maybe you would have um, a vertical height of about six inches. You don't want it to take up all of the wall space, but you do want it to take up some of the wall space. And of course, you're going to hang it higher to the closer to the ceiling than you would to the cabinet so you can see it so that when you're standing on the ground you're not missing part of the sign. The second idea I have is displaying a small collection and whenever you're thinking about displaying a collection I do want you to apply the ladder principle. The ladder principle is a principle behind my bookshelf or flat surface styling and it is layers, depth, height, texture, and repetition. So if you're thinking about a collection, let's think about white pictures, for example. I know that I might want to vary the height if I have them all, if I have five pictures, for example, I don't want them to be all the same height. I don't want them all to be the same width. I want them to be a little bit different in, in their presentation. But I'm going to be layering them, one set a little bit back, one set a little bit forward, one set a little bit to the side, so that it creates layers and depth, you're moving away from one dimensional to three dimensional. And when you can see that, you can see the layers and the depth and it creates a little bit more visual interest. So when I'm thinking about collections on top of kitchen cabinets, I'm thinking about simple as well. Do you remember that old phrase, kiss? Keep it simple, silly. I mean, I know that it wasn't silly. I know it's another word, but keep it simple. That is what we're going to do. So even in your collection, so that's why I would gravitate towards a collection of whites. Maybe it is white cake stands. Maybe it's white pitchers. Maybe it is white vessels that, you know, could hold flowers or what have you. But keeping it simple is going to be, it's not going to attract your attention in a negative way. So if you have a collection of you like stripes and polka dots and really bold colors that could, it could jar your attention instead of drawing it nicely. Another idea for a simple collection would be black or muddled black vessels. So if you can picture restoration hardware, pottery barn, crate and barrel, and all of those right now on trend vessels or vases or containers that are ceramic that have that look like they've just been honestly they look like they've been painted and then laid in the dirt for a little bit and then dug up again that that is what I mean by muddled so if you can picture that that would be a really cute collection especially if you're sitting atop a white um, white kitchen cabinets another idea could be baskets and again with either of these you want to vary the height and the width and you want to layer them appropriately so that it looks three-dimensional rather than one-dimensional. When you're playing with these collections, a couple things that you should consider. One is the location of where you're placing it. 
if I know, I know that if I placed mine right on top, front and center in the middle of the cabinets, it would look really odd. So I might offset that a little bit. I might place it in the corner where the the um, the angle of my cabinets makes a 90 degree angle. That would probably be where I would place my my collection. Another thing too is to elevate it from the top of the cabinets because there is that recess. So you want to make sure that your collection doesn't sink into the lower level. You want to elevate it somehow laying a flat board or putting a piece of styrofoam. And then one other thing too is that sometimes the collection by itself might not be quite enough. It might still look a little funky. So you could maybe even have something a little bit bigger behind it that would anchor the collection in your little vignette up there. So one thing I'm picturing is maybe a wood wrapped canvas piece of art and maybe that art has um, a family saying or a Bible verse or, you know, something that would be kind of, that would tell your family's story without saying too much. And then you have the collection just offset to that. So that's just one idea for displaying your collection on top of your kitchen cabinets. The third idea would be for anyone who has a lot of space up above their kitchen cabinets and a lot of space meaning you have a um, an angled ceiling you have maybe three feet plus and if that is you you might be the luckiest one because you have lots of space to play in and so you can have a little bit more nuance to your design you can actually use this as a as a space to take advantage of in a way that some of us who have only 18 inches, 24 inches, that kind of awkward height don't. So I really want you to embrace the latter principle, layers, depth, height, texture, repetition. And just like you might style a mantle, you might style a uh, credenza, an entryway table, you could layer a couple pieces of art on one side of your kitchen cabinets. You could put a teeny tiny little plant right at the the edge of that art. And then a little further down, you could even have a couple baskets of varying height width so that you can kind of create that, just the illusion of fullness without it feeling too much. Of course, if you have a lot of space up there, you could also display layered wise, you could have kind of a mini gallery wall. Now, don't don't discount this as you're hearing it because it's harder to visualize than it is if you're actually seeing the space. But if you have three, four feet up above, that could be a really lovely opportunity for saying, hey, I've got some really wonderful vintage art pieces. Here they are. See me. And the fourth thing that could be kind of a nice um, addition up above would be those flat wicker rounds. And I am sure there's a name for them. I don't know what they are. They feel and look a lot like chargers, but I know that they come in different uh, diameters. They come in different textures. They come in different sometimes colors, but we'd still want to do kind of wickery. And you can have a couple of those displayed layered a little bit on top of each other, just overlapping just a little bit to create that illusion of depth. And you could have that again, that would be kind of similar to the first one where you have that large horizontal sign and you could have some of the wicker rounds that kind of mimic the idea of a large horizontal sign. And that could be a pretty lovely thing up there as well. But I do want to hear what would you put up there? What do you put up there? Let us know. Send me an email, figandfarmathome at gmail.com. Pop into my DMs on Instagram at figandfarm or join the Facebook group. 
bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Okay, now those are all wonderful ideas for doing it this weekend. You want to just make some change and make it look cute. But what happens if you have a little bit more of an itch to do a project? What happens if that's just driving you a little bit bonkers and you want to make change and you want to make change happen? Here are a couple ideas from least invasive to, or invasive is not the right word, least difficult to most difficult. (laughs) Okay, the first one is to use that space in between the cabinet and your ceiling as an opportunity for adding texture. If your design aesthetic tends to run a little bit more industrial, could you have some faux brick up there? How cool would that be to see, have your eyes elevate and see the, the faux brick? Now, of course, this is a blanket statement, and I don't know what's happening with the pattern on your, on your tile. I don't know what's happening with the design on your, on your countertop. So you do want to take that into consideration. Or if you have a little bit more of a farmhouse aesthetic, could this be an opportunity for adding shiplap? And could it be painted or left white? That just gives a little bit more of a design element that is subtle, it's simple, it is not super nuanced, and it's something that is doable and could be done as an easy DIY. The second idea, depending on what your DIY skill level is and how comfortable you are with building things, or who you might know that you can pay with pizza and a beer, (laughs) could be to add on to the top to extend those cabinets upward by framing it in. You could leave that header space Or sometimes that header space could be a little bit awkward if it was in the 18, 24 inches. If you left it just as it is, you could create boxes and frame them out and have those be intentional spaces for adding baskets or displaying some of your collectibles in an intentional way. Having a backlight could be something that really draws attention there and makes it feel like this is an intentional, non-builder grade addition to your home. If you have 24 inches or more, could you add another layer of cabinets and have it be a kind of double-decker effect? Of course, framing all of this in, adding the molding to make it look complete would make it really would make it really look custom and complete and finished in kind of a high-end look. And the third idea, which somehow feels a little bit more daunting to me than, than the last one, would be to raise your existing cabinets and create the space underneath. Of course, doing that could open up a whole can of worms. If it were done in my home, it means I would need to extend my backsplash, but I could imagine a little bit more opportunity for playing decoratively underneath the cabinet, creating space where there wasn't any before. All right, so I don't know about you, but this has inspired me to go and take a peek at the kitchen cabinets. And I have a feeling when Mr. Figgin Farm comes home from work today, he might see me having a cup of tea with my chair, just kind of staring at the cabinets and wondering about the possibilities. Now, if you do any of these things, I want to know. Share your transformations with us in our Facebook group. We are a community of mamas who are learning all this together, who are experimenting and trying it out together, encouraging each other along the way. So I do encourage you to come and do that in the Facebook group. All right, you guys, if you have a question that you want answered, I do want you to send me your question. You can send it to me 
any of those ways, and I will answer it on the air for you. Bonus if you have a picture to go along with it. Until next time, I'll see you soon.